We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank wants to know how you reward yourself because they have cards that make every day more rewarding. Are you a points order, cashback guru, low intro APR lover? With U.S. Bank, it's up to you because they have the cards to fit your lifestyle. So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or a grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Who's your one forward? Victor and Michibi. You stink. <laughs> you are just the worst. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. I am your host, Mike Gottlieb, and with me, as always, is Andrew Laird. Andrew, uh, we have uh, on Saturday a slate of Premier League games that is about as entertaining as Arsenal's uh, uh, Champions League chances. Oh, come on. <laughs> but yeah, it is really I'm ugly. Just saying, I'm just saying. It's I, I know what you're saying. I don't appreciate it. A bunch of underdogs is what I'm saying. There's a bunch of underdogs. What happens when when five underdogs face five underdogs? This is not a joke, but like that's basically what it seems like. All the all the teams on Saturday's horrific slate uh, should be not favored if they play any other of the ten teams in the Premier League. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, when we get to our DraftKings teams, I bet you have some people be like, "Who? Ugh. What?" <laughs> Ugh. Well, well, what's going on here? It's uh it's a terrible slate. There's no way to put it. Um the the the, the day to watch is Sunday. In fact, we probably should have filled out our DraftKings lineups for Sunday. I think they'll still have the bigger contests on 
on it's Saturday. It's only one extra. It's only one extra game, and if they include the Monday game with the Sunday, which they never do, no. Well, the problem uh, is, is that the Sunday slate starts at seven a.m. So if you take that out, you're missing United, who whose best players are out anyway. But you miss Gilfie Seegerson. So like, it's an attractive slate, but um, it's been become pretty clear that like start time is very big for DraftKings yep. and that even a 905 start is is really early for for a legitimate slate. So it's kind of a bummer that all the good teams are playing then, but we get to slog through Saturday instead. Yeah, let's let's get going, shall we? Please. Let's uh two teams here. We'll start off with two teams that are in similar positions now with nothing to play for, uh, both being safe. And that is, uh, West Brom, the tanking West Brom, uh, on the beach at home against Leicester city, who, uh, since I think we've last talked about out of the champions league, uh, valiantly as it was, but, uh, Leicester, there's really not much left here to play for, for either team, uh, except for pride and maybe Craig Shakespeare to keep his, uh, his head coaching job. Mm -hmm. But from an on-field perspective, I mean, even if all the starters start, which I'm sure they will, um, I, th- there's not too much attractive from this one for me. Uh, when I was looking at the DraftKings lineup, you know, Riyad Mahrez was way too expensive. Matt Phillips hasn't really fully returned from his injury. Nasser Chadley, when Matt Phillips is on the pitch, is not as good. Uh, just a whole lot of nothing uh, in this game, even though there are some attractive names. I really wanted to not believe that once West Brom hit 40 points, they would just start mailing it in. And you kept saying it over and over. And I was like, no, no, this team is totally different. And they have scored. (laughs) They have scored in one of their last uh, eight games. Solid. Sorry, oh, seven that, games. That, seven games. And that's not. And I can't even blame all of that on Solo and Rondon because no, he hasn't can't. been starting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so they've scored ruins all of my theories. Yeah, they've scored three goals in their last seven games. Naturally, they all came in a three-one win over Arsenal, but they got blanked by Palace, Everton, United, Watford, Southampton, and Liverpool. Not the like easiest run or toughest run. Not the easiest run, but like they. It's like the definition of mailing it in. And I just kind of like wonder what the week is like for them. Like, do you think like training is not as hard because they're like, uh, we're good. We're at 40. Like, does Tony Pulis just not work as hard once he hits 40? Like, I, it seems weird to me that you would go like a whole season, you know, get, trying to like work really hard to get to this ma- magical 40 points. And you get there and you're literally like, I'm done. Yeah, you've reached the level of your of your aspirations. There, there is no more. Like I, I uh, picture like mathemat- mathematically, that it was true at the time. I mean, they weren't gonna keep up. With, I, mean, I mean, they weren't really keeping up with the likes of Arsenal and Everton and everyone in, in the Europe spots, right? Yeah, there was like talk that they were c- competing with Everton because they were right behind them in the table, but it, it's literally a fourteen point gap right now between yeah. Everton and West Brom, and you just there's no reason for them to worry about anything. And the, the only way that I could, that I pictured it was basically uh, like when you think about back in school, like when you come back from spring break and you have that like spring break to Memorial day run, that just feels like an eternity, but like, you got to keep going to school. My wife's a teacher. Both of our wives are teachers. Like you just got to keep going back to work. But like, you know that most people have checked out and that's what West Brom looks like. <laughs> I would say if there actually was a beach in West Brom, they'd be on it, but they're <laughs> not. Uh, but they're going to be even madder next year when they're not the only Albion in the league. 
because yeah. Brighton Hove Albion are yeah. going to be joining. Congratulations to them and to Newcastle and uh, the second best manager in the championship, <laughs> Rafa Benitez. Yes. Uh, Those Albion and- der- derbies are going to be just bloodbaths. That's right. The sea- <laughs> Between the seagulls and the baggies. Mm-hmm. Nothing says bloodbath like seagulls and baggies. <laughs> Ugh. Um, but about this game, the like, do you think Leicester have checked out? But they have literally nothing left to play for. They are safe. They have they just gotten out of the Champions League. They're probably a little more tired than they usually are at this point of the year because they're not used to playing so many games. Uh, so so over this eight game run of like how or seven game whatever it was for West Brom, Leicester have scored multiple goals in seven of their last eight. And the yeah. only time they didn't score multiple goals was this past midweek against Arsenal. I mean, I'm pretty sure that if there was a team to win this game, it would be Leicester. But mm-hmm. since none of them really have any impetus to, to really go for it. I mean, I can definitely see this game being zero zero, like the whole slate. I can just see the whole slate on Saturday being zero zero. But <laughs> just a complete snooze fest. Um, I don't no, know. actually, that's not true. There's one game that there'll be goals. I I wouldn't be surprised. Like like you'd be kind of surprised because like five scoreless games would be pretty horrific. But like if you look back and you're like pick 10 teams that might go scoreless for a weekend i think this it's is this it, one. so yeah oh man this has the potential to be the absolutely most unwatchable well it's one of day those... of games in any major sport that i've you know right. that i've ever really encountered yeah so it's a weekend of peripheral stats yeah and nfl draft and right. peripheral players yeah all, all together so but like looking at so you wouldn't touch anybody from west brom um, maybe like Dawson and like yeah. and Foster, Craig the, Foster, as to, I like to call them. To show how desperate it was. Well, I, I'll get to that later when we talk about our lineups. But I have somebody from West Brom, and I'm I'm actually ashamed of who. Oh, it is. it's Hal Robson Khan. <laughs> it's not. It's very much not Hal Robson Khan. Um, but yeah, it's like I. I I actually want to convince myself that Leicester's a good play. Like, Mares has been a decent uh, peripheral guy over the last few weeks. Like, he's still taking shots. Um, you know, he's getting in that eight to nine point range without a goal and an assist. So, uh, so this is, I'm just like grasping at straws now. Um, Vardy, he's been good, right? He's been better, yeah. I wouldn't say he's been good. Yeah. I, I mean, his end result has been better that he scores goals, but he's not been the same player even when he has been scoring. Well, I mean, last year was such a fluke that. Yeah, he looks like someone who was at Steelbridge or Stockbridge <laughs> or some some like random. Dennis Crowley's new is that what it's called? Stockdale. That's what it so, is. Whatever. Um. Yeah, the there's Phillips a goaltender Brunt. named Stockdale that I think has more money than them. <laughs> uh, I'm done on the Phillips Brunt wagon. I mean, they're at home, so like you, I feel like there should be something there, but it's uh, it's ugly. It's ugly. it's not good. Yeah, it's it it's not. I mean, I I don't think I took anyone from this game. Actually, I might have. I don't know. Let me look at my lineup really quickly. I, I did this lineup a day or two ago. 
Uh, no, I do not have anyone yeah. from this game. No. So I well, can't in, wait. In fairness, 20, like, I'm, I'm excited to hear your $2,800 defender or what some, uh, some <laughs> random thing you took. No, it's not that bad. But like, uh, what about Albrighton? No. If, if Demerai Gray started, I'd be all over him. Yeah, that's true too. I, I actually looked at Demerai Gray. Yeah. But I can't count on him to start. Yeah. They, uh, I mean, they played midweek and he didn't start. So maybe if there's a little Albrighton well, or yeah, they're saving him for for another Premier League game. Well, not so much saving him as resting Albrighton or Mares this week. I would like, I would definitely have Demarai Gray if he started. Hopefully, he starts instead of Albrighton. Yeah. Maybe then I'll have a full EFSA team in the first time in like eight weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move to this next game, which I'm sure is not any better. Whichever let's game you're go, choosing, it's not going to be better. Let's, let's go to St. Mary's, shall Ooh. we? Where Hull will take on Southampton uh, on the South Coast. And oy, uh, this one, I think, will actually have goals in it only because uh, as good as Silva has been for Hull at home, he's not very good on the road. So it's just someone's going to – someone – Someone named Manolo Gabbiadini is going to score or get some some kind of assist, and I think he's going to break our uh, the over under for our rest of the season goal tally uh, this weekend. I think he will get his fifth goal. You think he'll get his fifth? <clears throat> well, that pushes, right? That pushes. That's correct. We, were, we said so, five, so we can said five. Yeah, I mean, if you think Southampton score, it's obvious you have to start with him. Um, the or Charlie Austin is back in training. He's not going to play this one, but he could be back. Like next week which i can't imagine means he starts right away but do you think they'd ever go austin and gabbiadini no yeah <laughs> not at all yeah <laughs> charlie austin has lost his job and shane long has lost his job as well i mean for hull though i mean they they're a team that actually does have something to play for so i mean they will give it everything they've got so uh, you know, yeah, they're very much be, not safe. <laughs> correct. They are two points. They are only two points clear of safety. So one Swansea win and one Hull loss, and that changes everything. Right. So for Hull, this is the wrong team to play. Claude Puel's team is organized. They came off a little bit of a spanking from Chelsea as well. So um, I, I think Southampton will be ready for Hull. We'll try to hit them on the counter and we'll – and I think they will. I don't think Hull are that great defensively or offensively for that matter. But uh, Omar Nias, I believe, is out for this game, correct? Has he got a red card? Uh, it was rescinded, actually. Oh. He's he's available. Um, Let me change my lineup. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I think this is going to be like a classic Southampton, like 4-2, and Dusan Tadic does nothing. Yeah, and you have to choose between James Ward-Prowse and Dusan Tadic, and Stephen Davis is the goal scorers. Oh, yeah, it's going to be Davis, Buffal, and Romeo will score. Again. Oh, How about oh, that I revenge would love it goal? If it was Buffal. Oh, oh my God! Both both players revenge goals. <laughs> that was a total. That was a total Andrew Laird revenge game uh, because Ryan Bertrand got the Bertrand second. Bertrand got one. the second. That's right. Uh, oh. Champions League winner Ryan. Bertrand. That's right. That's right. That's right. Wins that. the Champions League for you, and then you toss him to the side. He'll get you just back like at some Di Matteo. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, um. There's how, the, the I whole like Cedric champion. in this game. I do like Cedric in I this game. I think Cedric will get a lot of a lot of interest. The Tadic. Uh, I just I know like it shouldn't affect me, but like Tadic has just burned me so many times that it just I really struggle to 
to pay, what is it, 8200 for him when I know he's sharing set pieces with Ward Prowse. And, Who's hitting better set pieces. Right. And I don't know. There's, I just, that's, that's so frustrating how expensive he is. Because Would you go Tonich or Grosicki? Um, how much is Grosicki? Seventy-one, something 71. like that. Seventy-one. Um, I would probably take Grosicki because I can play him as a forward. Tadic is taking up. Uh, despite this being a horrific slate, it's got plenty of midfield accumulators in there. So, and I don't think Tadic is. I mean, I you know he's fine for a GPP lineup, but I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't love Tadic ever. I also, I also would not fall in love with the Fraser Forster trap in this one. Either. Oh, he, I mean, he's been horrific all season. Like, he looks like a totally different guy from last year. It's weird. He, he's, he, he hasn't been as good. That's the way I put it. <laughs> yeah. La, yeah. Well, I mean, even last year before he got hurt, I was saying what he lacks is confidence when the ball's in the air. His shot-stopping abilities are fine, but it's when he he's forced to move and move quickly and make decisions. That's where he gets into trouble, and that's – that's definitely been the case this year as well. Yeah. I mean, for I mean, they're basically middle of the pack when it comes to, you know, goals allowed. And it just seems like the ones that they allow are his fault. <laughs> yeah, I think him. I think he suffers a little bit from Joe Hart disease. Maybe. Maybe. They're very similar in that they're English goalkeepers. They're not a big scoring team at home. I'm looking here. 17 goals in 15 games is not that great. No, that's pretty bad. Yeah. That's a, and I I don't think I don't think there's a lot here. These are all terrible games. Don't get me wrong, <laughs> but of all of them, I think Southampton offensively are the ones that you can count on somewhat the most. Uh, it's not good. It, 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 I, I wouldn't. I'll put it this way: there might be other teams with equally good chances, but no one better. Yeah, offensively, <clears throat> I think that's fair. And so I think Manolo Gabbiadini is going to be very highly owned. Um. Ugh. I don't think you have a choice. Well, it depends. I, I think you do if, you know, it depends who who else starts. Like if Demerai Gray starts, that's a forward spot you can fill. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think this, some of the Sunderland guys will get interest. Oh, we'll get to Josh you know what, King. Let, let, let's, hold on, hold on a second. Let's segue into that game now. Yeah. All right. Sunderland are at home taking on Burnmouth. When when is Sunderland going to be mathematically eliminated? I can't week? believe they haven't been. I mean, it's what do we have here? They're, they're down ten points and there are five games. Yep, no, that's fifteen points. They can have, they could theoretically they could be mm-hmm. in for another week or two yep. mathematically. Ah, uh, David Moyes getting a slap, getting <laughs> a slap. David Moyes is okay. Uh, it's uh, Burnmouth who they aren't actually. Uh, yeah, they are. Uh, they're they're at Crystal Palace level of safety, so yep. whatever your thoughts on Palace are points wise, that's the same thought you have to have West with Burnmouth and West Ham too. Yeah, it's, uh, it's and, all very and I close. Said that, yeah, and I said that Leicester are safe, so that means uh, that means Burnmouth uh, that means Burnmouth have to be safe. Right. Uh, Joshua King has been a revelation second half of this season. Yeah, he's been awesome. Um, obviously, it helps that he is on um, penalties because they've had quite a few this season. But Ryan Fraser, that's his thing. That's his well drawing them. Yes. Um, yes. Well, yeah, and he's getting assists sometimes for it. Right. Depends right. who you ask. Depends. Right. Whether you believe in real things or fake things, but um, yeah, Frazier's got ten goals in his last eleven games. I'm sorry, King has ten goals in his last eleven games, and 
at Sunderland's usually not that bad of a place to try to score goals. Uh, that being said, Burnmouth haven't been all that great on the road. Uh, so particularly at scoring goals, right? Uh, had a few tough ones though. I mean, their last four away matches were Spurs, Liverpool, Southampton, and United. And only two of those are like defensive fortresses though. Liverpool um, is by no yeah. means a defensive fortress. Right. And they scored twice and Southampton there. Southampton <laughs> isn't either, to be yeah. honest. They did not score against Southampton. But yeah, I think uh, I, Brian Frazier, I think, is a great play. Um, he's been playing exceptionally well. And Junior Stanislaus can't sniff the or I guess he's only sniffing the field because, because of Frazier. So uh, I think. Because the grass smells so nice. Nicely, yeah. Um, and I think even though his price. Oh my God, did it go down? Oh no, it went up a little bit. Wabi Kazri is still like absurdly cheap. So, yep, I am. I, 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 I was just about to ask, can Wabi Kazri get some consistent playing time as they go down to the championship? Yeah, that, I mean that's basically what's happening. That there's, you know, the, the, the he's David Moyes has basically looked at Wabi Kazri as like literally his last resort, which is so unbelievably stupid. But he has been great. They haven't really changed the results much, but they he's been great. And so yeah. Yeah, you gotta that, you gotta inflate that self that sale price so that you can uh yeah. you know, afford life down in the championship next season. <laughs> so I don't know. Well uh that's that's what you got with, with Sunderland. I um Victor Anichibi was actually pretty good last weekend. Um took five shots. Ooh. I'm sorry. I'm uh Last weekend. I'm sorry. Oh, midweek. Excuse me. Five crosses and five fouls drawn. Didn't even take a shot. Never mind. What is he doing? Yeah, why is Victor and Nietzsche be sending in five crosses? Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, great. If you if you want to keep doing that while you're also taking five shots, I'll happily roster you. But what is he doing? Yeah, he's he's lost. He's lost in the Northeast trying to get out. But on the Burma side, we. Uh, We've kind of discussed. Would you would you take Archer Borch in this one because he's pretty highly priced? Mm, no, no. I, I don't see why he's so highly priced. Because they're favored. Blah. <laughs> Actually, wait a minute. Uh, where is Borch? Oh, forty nine. Yeah, because they're playing Sunderland. That's why. <laughs> so simple as that. Bank, they're banking on five points for the win. Yeah. And then hoping that they don't give up a goal or two to negate it. <laughs> I mean, giving up two goals to Sunderland, it seems unlikely. But they're at the Stadium of Light. Um, yeah, I mean, they they have scored zero goals in 10 of their last 12. Is that bad? It's not, it's not good. <laughs> um, I don't want to be mean about it, but it's, it's not, not good. I, yeah, they, they've been terrible. Okay, let's not talk about that anymore. Uh, we have Stoke at the bet three six five taking on West Ham. Uh, Mikael Antonio not happy about uh, his life at West Ham, and he's demanding out after this season, even though he won't be playing for the rest of it. Um, Where did you see that? I uh, saw that on TalkSport.com. Mm, okay, just TalkSport.com reports. That Mikel Antonio wants out of West Ham because he is not paid nearly as much as Robert Snodgrass and Jose Font. Uh, I'm sure that's true. And it's significantly better than both. Also true. And younger. Mm-hmm. 
and more English. Given what they did with Dimitri Payet, it's not like they're just going to give Antonio away. So they'll make some decent money on him. Yeah, uh, uh, Chelsea will overpay for him. Yeah. To give some competition for Victor Moses. <laughs> Antonio Conte has made it very clear he wants competition for every position. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And to be fair, when Victor Moses or Marcus Alonso or, or when Marcus Alonso are out, they are not the same. Correct. They are very much a different team. Anyway, let's talk about West Ham or Stoke, shall we? Sure. Uh, Stoke, I, I, I remember you pointed this out a month ago or something like that, that they've been scoring a lot at home particularly. They scored multiple goals in like, like a bunch of consecutive home games. Uh, that should continue here. It sh- yeah, I mean, I don't see why uh, we shouldn't think that because West Ham haven't been great defensively. They do get Sam Byram back, but uh, Aaron Cresswell can't seem to get his starting job back from Arthur Masawaku, and it, I mean, I'm not sure why that is ever the case, but Andy Carroll it looks like he'll miss out again, so they're going to try to rely on, yeah, I guess, Ayu to lead the line or maybe Diofre Sacco if he gets... Any sort of he played call. he played last week. And yeah, Anthony Clary got the start last of the gorgeous sixty-two was, minute or Jonathan oh, Clary, excuse gross. me. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Lanzini was kind of a bust. No, he's well, not well. This, yeah, he I'm did. sorry. He did well, right. I know I played against him uh, on in Taga, and he scored a bunch of points there. Yeah, it was like looking at that game was horrible. Like that was. That West Ham-Everton match was just atrocious. West Ham had 41% possession, but still outshot them 15-4. to Like, how does Everton take four shots against West Ham? How does that happen? I don't know, man. Uh. Anyway. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I just, uh, I don't see a way to play Lanzini or Snodgrass when they both start. Uh, Snodgrass was out last week, but he's supposed to be back, or he is fit again. So who knows if he starts? I mean, Lanzini, I feel like it's always just such a trap. Like that Everton game, he played well, but like everything else, you're, the 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 floor is like six points, which is crazy for a guy who is in charge of basically most set pieces when he's on the field. And he just doesn't score enough to to make me think it's the same with Snodgrass. Like they're the, basically the same guy now in terms of fantasy production. And I'm not, you know, I'm not playing anybody else. I don't think. And I'm going to get sucked into Jordan Shakiri again, which in Oh, uh, I thought you were going to get sucked into Marco Arnautovic. No. Your new favorite. Uh, he is another forward though, that you would, you could play on this slate, but yeah, Arnautovic uh, followed the classic line of everybody else who, of guys I wrote about saying, look, they're doing a few extra things now. And then he misses misses a penalty and stops crossing the ball. Mm -hmm. Would have been a good game with that penalty, but (laughs) But yeah, Shakiri. I mean, he's got the the opposite of Lanzini. He's got a decent floor, but um, doesn't really, or any doesn't score consistently. No, not certainly not consistently, but I don't know. 8,500 is a lot, but, Again, Stoke at home against West Ham seems like a decent opportunity. Anyone falling for Glenn Johnson? <laughs> I a monster was, I, six points last weekend. Ooh. I flinched. I flinched at it, and I'm like, nope, no. 
Learn I'm, from your mistakes. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping his six crosses last week tricked people into playing him again. Yeah. There was a, there was a slight flinch of the of the of the mouth and fingers. Mm. But no, it didn't happen to be that way. <laughs> uh, let's go on to the last game of the Saturday slate. It's almost a mercy killing at this point. Uh it, <laughs> for us or for <laughs> for us. For us. It basically if you if you weren't it, it, you know what? If you party all night on Friday night and you need to fall back asleep to get your full rest during the day on Saturday because something woke you up. Put on the Saturday Premier League slate. Yeah, this it, it's and and this game at twelve thirty, uh, you're like, like it, it'll definitely either be nice background noise for your hangover brunch or be a nice uh, a nice warm glass of milk to get you back to sleep. <laughs> because Crystal Palace are at home taking on Burnley and two coaches who. Let's just put it this way. They're not the biggest fans of offense. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> which is weird for me with Crystal Palace because we keep talking about like how good the players are. Although, 3-2, two, 2-0 two, and zero goals in their last four, and the zero is against Spurs. Like They're scoring. Yeah. Three against Arsenal, two at Liverpool, which the you know, ultimate, Yeah, but the ultimate pragmatic coach is what I was going for. The players yeah. are actually scoring goals, but Sam Allardyce... He, I would even, he, he would love to beat you one nothing. Right. That's the way I'll put it. Right. I think their safety and they're still in this line of we've already called somebody below them safe. We called Leicester safe, so Palace has to be safe. So they went on this like offensive explosion in order to get points because they were definitely going down like six weeks ago. Like it was guaranteed. Everybody looked at the schedule and they were like, Oh my god, they're definitely going down. Then they and then Chelsea let them have three points and And uh yep. Yep, and they beat then everyone, and then, and then every and then everyone followed suit. Right, right. They beat Arsenal. They beat Liverpool, and, and, and Tottenham, now and Tottenham had to, only way Tottenham got points against them was an absolutely brilliant Christian Eriksen goal. Yeah, right. Stole stole, stole. two points from them. Yeah, uh, and so they're basically safe now, which means Big Sam can go back to his one nothing days ways. Excuse me. So I'm not sure I'm expecting a lot of goals in this one yeah i'm i'm expecting one maybe two (laughs) you know and i'm and and i again this was another time where i really don't want tom heaton but i didn't really have a choice when we get to our DraftKings team Hmm. i really didn't want to take tom heaton i don't think this is a good spot for him and the and last weekend I, i think i said the same thing and it was bad he still scored four points but it was not a good it was not a good performance though yeah i think it was it, yeah oh just just there's not i mean i mean everyone's going to be on benteke everyone is going to be on benteke really yeah yeah he's the he's he's got to have the best goal odds of any individual player <laughs> do you want to know who it is gabby adini nope jermaine defoe jermaine defoe <laughs> Because he hasn't scored in 15 games and he's due. I don't know. <laughs> Defoe, Gabbiadini, and then Benteke. <clears throat> no, I disagree with those goal odds entirely. Next, you know what? That's to- that's totally lo- that's total falsity. I think those three guys are the top three. They just put them in the wrong order. Right. So it's really not that not that much of an argument. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think Benteke will get some interest, but do you think he'll be higher on than Gabbiadini? Um, He's the most yeah. expensive forward on the slate. Literally I number one. So. I think it'll be close. I think there are many more options than you think there are for forwards, which is why Ben Teke won't get as much 
as much love. Well, we well, well, well let's see. We'll, we'll see who you take and who I take uh, on our DraftKings lineups later. Can we get to the day that matters? Sure. All right. Let's start off Sunday right at 7 a.m. with, as the aforementioned Manchester United Red Devils taking on the Swans of Swansea City at the Theater of Dreams Old Trafford. It's uh, it's becoming much more of a Mourinho season as it goes on in that they don't look that great, but they keep not getting beaten. Mm-hmm. But And they'll also get three points randomly here and there. And... They're on the verge of capturing Europe either naturally or through the Europa League. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Champions League. Champions. Champions League. Well, winning the Europa League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like this would be the most Mourinho way of declaring it a successful season if he wins Europa, a tournament that no one really cares about. And let's say he finishes like sixth, right? And he'll be like, yeah, I got in Champions League. That was my goal for the season. Uh, in fairness, uh, mission accomplished. They're like not a big banner. They're not in Europa because of him. Like I think he would just say he saw the easiest path to the Champions League and he won it. Yeah. While so I think that is a success. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. While mismanaging all of his players, particularly the youth system. Uh, you say that, but um, he has played Rashford. Is has the most minutes of any teenager in Europe's top five Yeah, but five at the leagues. wrong position. <laughs> He's well, playing out wide. You're gonna play He's him. Not a wide player. You're gonna play him instead of Ibra. No, that's not my point. <laughs> but I'm just saying I'm not sure that. Sure, what your like, point is then? My point. Well, he should play in the. Uh, what I'm saying is he could. He certainly could play in the middle with Zlatan. Zlatan would be mm, uh, like nobody plays could. with Zlatan in the middle. Not even Edison Cavani, who is significantly right. better than than Marcus Rashford. But, you know, but but Marcus Rashford, even even in the derby, he was he was too way too often out wide. I think you're you're pushing on a 19 year old kid a little too much that is playing where his manager is telling him to play. I'm not saying it's Rashford's fault. I'm I'm saying the opposite, that that Mourinho is mismanaging his youth. And the fact that Martial does not play all the time, that he is basically called Luke Shaw fat uh, and, and and lazy. You know, it's like if you're if you're a young player, do you want to go there? Paul Pogba did. Who was not already affiliated with Manchester United? Well, he came because of Mourinho. That that's the yeah, point, yeah. actually. He specifically chose to play for Mourinho. Yeah, and and how's that working out for him so far? Well, I mean, it's a decent season. Do you know they only have it's, three losses? Yes, but they have like 21 draws. Not quite that many, but three is the like league low 13, with right? Spurs. Like yeah, 13. League high. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think in this, I think in this unbeaten streak that they had, they've only gained five points on City. Um, it's possible. I, I think that's the number. Like they, they've only actually gained five points in a yeah. 20-something game unbeaten streak. That is incredible. Hmm. But that's that's Manchester United. Uh, So Manchester United, a lot of stars probably won't play Pogba. Unlikely. Yeah. 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 It's out for the year um, and possibly longer. His he he may be back in time for the MLS season, though. (laughs) Might be Uh, next year. Next year. Galaxy. Yeah. Yeah. Or LAFC. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I don't know who plays in this one because 
They just Gilby have, Sigurdsson plays. Yeah, he'll play. But yeah, United just have a ton of injuries that I feel like everybody who, like, I think Mkhitaryan has to play. Herrera's got to play. Martial and Rashford have to play. Fellaini got a uh, stupid yeah, Fellaini, red card. Not, not so much. Um, God, that was so stupid. Um, oh, and his, and his face after the face the was great. Just, oh, <laughs> just perfect. Yeah. He, you know what he looked like? He looked like the person on Wheel of Fortune who had all but one letter on the board, and he guesses wrong still. Right, right. Yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, Fosu Mensa got hurt, too, so that means that even defensively they, they're a little light uh, because they're obviously missing Smalling and Jones and Rojo. Maybe, maybe they'll recall Donald Love from Sunderland. Um, yeah, right. Um, Luke Shaw definitely not playing, though, so there's that. I assume Darmian plays again, which is something, I guess. And then, yeah, Gilfie Sigurdsson will play for Swansea. Gil, I, he's probably the best option of this game, Sigurdsson. That's not, I mean, that he usually is. I was going to say, there's very there few times where he's not. So Juan yeah, Mata apparently is getting close to returning as well. I don't think he's going to make this game, though. No. I, I don't know why he would make a game. <laughs> That's not the Europa game. Uh, maybe it was. Why? why? Why would he play a single Premier League game? Yeah, Pogba's coming back, I think, for that Premier uh, for the uh, Europa one. So. Yeah. Yeah, so I, that's that, that. I mean, that is the right way to do it. That is the most important. Those are the most important games you have left. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But definitely start Sigurdsson. Uh, would, I don't even know who you would start. I mean, Jesse Lingard probably is going to have to play. Yep. I, would, I, would, I would give him a, a look-see. Hmm, have fun with that. <laughs> I will. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, do, do you have any more from this game from, uh, I mean, from United? I'm assuming you're not going to take some uh, David De Gea, even though we all ranked him first. Uh, correct. Correct. Because <laughs> the risk is too high with Gilfie Sigurdsson on the other side. Um, and Llorente, healthy. Yeah. I, I think Fabianski is not a bad play. We've seen really good performances by goalkeepers at Old Trafford. So. Also true. But he'll always give up that one goal to prevent the clean sheet. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. I'm not playing. He'll, he'll get clean sheet he may get saves, though. That's what I mean, yeah. Yeah. All right, let's get to the least entertaining game of Sunday, though, which is at 9.05. It is at the Riverside, uh, the downward-bound Middlesbrough taking on Manchester City. Uh, I, I remember messaging you during the Manchester Derby saying, there's no way anyone wins this game, right? And you're like, <laughs> no, not a chance. I did uh, think it was going to no... be 1-1, though. Yeah, that's true. Now, there's no way that Manchester City do nothing but win this game, right? Correct. I had a really tough time with rankings because I really wanted to rank uh, Gabriel Jesus first. Oh, Gabby Jesus. And the, I'm just not sure. Like I didn't, I ultimately ranked Aguero where I thought they should go, but I, I really think Jesus is, as soon as he is like match fit for 90 minutes or even 70, I think he's getting this job back. And so I feel like this is a good opportunity. Sergio Aguero? Right. (laughs) Um, Seriously, Sergio Aguero plays for blank next season. Uh, New York City FC? Uh, that's Yaya Torre. Um, I don't know. I don't know where he goes. Didn't he come from Atletico? Yes. Yeah. Not that it matters, but like, I don't know where he goes. Isn't that, uh, isn't that where Diego Costa is going? No, they he's going to China. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, forgot, I forgot about that 90 yeah. million pound offer yeah. from China. That's a that's about as done deal as you can find. Yeah. Can you imagine 
only having to net spend 10 million pounds to get Romelu Lukaku. (laughs) I'm actually less upset about that than the ultimate Griezmann to Man United. Or, or, or the rumor making its way this morning and yesterday was that Neymar has hinted that... Stop. Uh, just don't even, that, just don't even finish Manchester your sentence. It's going to activate his clause. Yeah. Is that a billion dollars? Or is that Messi's? 170 million pounds. That like seems... That. As crazy as that sounds, that seems a little too low. Meaning, as, as like a release figure. It's a lot of money. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. But yeah, I, I mean, I'd like to see... I don't know. It's just Man City just have so many pieces that work with Jesus and not with Jesus and Aguero. I mean, they obviously linked up on a goal last night that um, was offside, offside, but correctly offside. But I'm not sure that's the. You know what? I was looking at. I was looking at it again. The ball was pretty close to level. I don't think it's as clear cut as people thought. I think because it's we're not looking at it correctly. (laughs) I think it was he was well offside. The ball was behind the defender and or the ball was uh yeah not even behind the guy that was behind jesus so either way i thought i i thought it was close from the two looks that i got at it anyway it doesn't matter yeah uh it was it was either way it was still offside we're 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 arguing about nuance here but uh on burrow there's literally nothing there on city there's literally everything there including jesus navas if he plays yeah, I mean, the way that Pep has been using lineups this year, like we could see Fernandinho at left back, Navas at right back, you know, company and Kolarov at center backs. Like there it's it's become so frustrating to try to I would say even if they only start two game. defenders, like literally just like everyone else plays midfield and forward, like they don't even have a left back and a right back, they'd still be okay. Yeah, they'd probably be fine in this game, you're right. <laughs> they'd be just fine. Yeah. Adam Atriari I was just about to bring him up though. <laughs> Adam, Adam and Triori would just run out of bounds. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, yeah, I have no idea who's going to play, but whoever starts up front should obviously I would def- I would definitely do a 2-5-3 formation. 2-5, yeah. Why not? And then have, uh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, and another mercy killing. Claudio Bravo left on a stretcher yeah. because his calf was sore. Yeah. It was very funny to what, watch that, and they were like, joke. "It looked like such a nothing injury." They still, it was still like kind of unclear what happened. I thought it was just time wasting, which didn't really make sense at the time. And then, yeah, they brought the stretcher out. They strapped him in. I was like, "Boy, that's what's going on here." One hell, it's one hell of a calf injury. Yeah, and now they're somehow upgrading it's, a goalkeeper. It, it was almost as good as Alexi Sanchez holding his face when Christian Fuchs fired a throw-in off his shoulder. Uh, he did get a busted lip, though. I saw so. He, for, from covering his own face too fast. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> but yeah, I think you'll the Man City guys. It's kind of a weird slate actually because, um, well, like we said, these, this is going to be the all of the expensive guys. So uh, I wonder how many of the the Man City ones will will end up getting picked because I think De Bruyne has gotten himself very much back into the conversation. But you it's have, the league in assists. Yeah, you also have Erickson in this. Um, Slate, you've got Alexis, as we mentioned. So Hazard, Hazard, yep, yep. It's everybody. It's it's everybody you'd want on a Saturday. Yeah, it's kind of nice. It's like everybody you'd want, um, without having to deal with all the junk of the guys you don't want to have to figure out. You know what what garbage players you want to bring in. Yeah, I don't know. Well, yeah, but we'll speaking see. Of, speaking of Hazard, he and Chelsea travel to Goodison Park to take on Everton, which I think will be a fascinating game to watch. Uh, it's it's a game that Chelsea have had trouble with 
mm-hmm. the past in the past couple of years, and um, I don't think it'll be any different. I think they will struggle in this one. Um, Everton play very well against Chelsea for some reason, uh, probably because they just try to counter a team that counters, mm-hmm. um, and they have the speed and skill to do so. And also, Lukaku can hold the ball up and get his and get his teammates involved if they play direct. But you know, Chelsea this season, you know, when when it comes to, when it comes down to it, you know, they ha- they they they've been the most consistently good team, and that's because they defend well as mm-hmm. as well as they attack. Um, maybe it's because I'm just getting nervous because Tottenham are within uh, touching distance, not necessarily, you know, they, that, that not that Tottenham has a great chance, but they got a uh, chance. That they did, but now they have a chance, which is more than they had before. So mm-hmm. I'm starting to get a little nervous. But um, this is, I believe, the last of the you know difficult games from a talent standpoint that Chelsea have to play. Because Chelsea, got, they play the likes of you know like West Brom, who've already, as we've discussed before, not the same West Brom they were before. Uh, the likes of Watford and Burrow, and I think they end the season with a Sunderland. Of a, yeah, with Sunderland, a, a relegated team by then. Yeah. So I mean, this is the, this is, you know, is if it? Chelsea get all if Chelsea get all three, I'd be I, I would feel very comfortable the rest of the season. Mm. The best very. is that they also play three of their last four at Stamford Bridge. Yeah. Uh, do you think uh, Everton score? Yeah. Really? Chelsea haven't kept a clean sheet in forever. Um, they blanked Manchester United, didn't they? Oh, no, they lost that game. Excuse me. They did not score in that game. I'm looking at the, their goals scored. I think they, I think it's been like th- 12 consecutive games without a clean sheet for Chelsea. Um, January 22nd is the last one. Home against Hull. Hmm. Yeah. Um, Okay. Thibaut, another reason not to take Thibaut Courtois. Do you think it's Lukaku? I can't imagine it being anyone else other than him and Morales. Okay. Um, or an yeah. own goal. Gary Cale hasn't scored one of those in a little bit. <laughs> he scored one for the good guys. Yes, I know. Or not not as good guys. as Mottet scoring one for the good guys, though. Oh, man. I think that ball, if the net wasn't there, would still be going. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, I'm still not going to play Lukaku, though. It's a tough one. It's a tough ask. I'd, I'd be I'd, I'd be more comfortable playing a Morales than a than a Lukaku because of the corners. Costa or Lukaku. I'd play Costa first. Okay. He he's back to scoring, which is he and he tends to like to score in bunches. Mm. Yeah, I don't I don't see any way that Everton win this one. So. Yeah, it's, I, it's just I think it's just me being nervous because Tottenham are hanging around and playing. But to be honest, playing better and more attractive soccer than Chelsea are. I think that's fair. Even though Chelsea scored four times against Tottenham, Tottenham played better in that game. Yeah. Great FA Cup game, though, <laughs> that Chelsea tried to not win. Look at by you watching benching. FA Cup. Yeah, I, 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 I followed it because I saw that Chelsea. Uh, I, I was a little confused. Love the FA I thought. Cup? Well, I was a little confused because I saw that Willian scored a penalty, and I said, wait a second, what's going on here? Who's playing? And the answer was nobody. <laughs> nobody <yeah. laughs> so I was like, oh, I get it now. And then, of course, second half subs come in, and it's uh, it's Costa and Hazard, and they both just go nuts. Mm. Um, okay, anyway, back to this game here. Um, I don't see this being very high scoring anyway, uh, mm-hmm. but 
you know, Eden, ha- Eden Hazard seems to be the most consistent option in this game. Uh, I think that's fair. That's fair. What if Fabregas starts? Yeah, I like Fabregas. Mm-hmm. I'd like Fabregas. Yeah. Uh, he, he he would. I've seen them splitting a lot of corner duties now among a variety of people. Um, I mean, I, I mean it, the FA Cup game was a little unfair because William was taking some and then Hazard was taking right. some, Fabregas. But yeah, just, I mean, I think if Fabregas is on the field, he's going to take them. They can't have him I think taking take, up space I anywhere else. Majority, I think he'd take up the majority of them. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I... I probably wouldn't touch anybody from from Everton. No, unlikely. Unless you feel like they're going to get a bunch of corners, in which case you can get away with Morales. I don't. I don't either. All right, let's go on to the big game, shall we? Yeah. It is the North London Derby. It's Tottenham at White Hart Lane taking on Arsenal. They're, Tottenham's def, uh, I think they're one of their toughest games. I think they have Man United still to play as well in their run-in. Um, yes. But, but for Tottenham... This is where they they, ha- they have to win out. So they're going to be going all out. And Arsene Wenger, I guess they'll try to go all out <laughs> for what, 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 what they'll consider to be all out. Well, they bo- I mean, Arsenal need to win out for a top four spot and Spurs need to win out to have a shot at the title. So there's there's no reason for either of them not to try to win. Yeah. Just from a curiosity standpoint, this has nothing to do with FPL. Uh, do you feel that Tottenham will be deflated if Chelsea get all three points before they start? No. Okay. I think there's still enough games to, like, it's still it's still four points if they both win. So that's not that's far from insurmountable. So in this particular game, I, I, when we were doing rankings, I was like outside of like. You know, like the Christian Eriksons and the Deli Alleys and Alexi Sanchez's. I, I had no idea where to place anybody in this game because I honestly don't know how it's going to go. I think it's be one one. <laughs> I think these games are always like that, and they're not that fun. And um, the goals don't. Harry Kane will definitely score. I have no doubt about that. Granite Jocka will get a red card. Uh, yeah, hope, I hope not. Um, but he's certainly capable of it. Uh, the... He's on pace. He's on pace to set all sorts of records. Oh, I totally forgot to mention this for Burnley. Joey Barton got suspended for being Joey Barton. Yeah. <laughs> well, he got banned. Excuse banned, me. Yeah. He didn't get suspended. He got banned from all related activity. Mm. Eighteen hundred plus bets. Um, five of which he was in those games. He. Um, no, he 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 was not in those games. He wrote a long thing on his own website about, and he actually broke down pretty clearly like what games that he bet on and, and all this stuff, but he never, he never, or maybe that, Oh no, I'm sorry. I mixed that up. He, he had bet on games that he had bet on his teams to lose, but he was saying he'd never bet on game on his teams to lose when he played. But yeah, he probably did bet on games that he played in. Yeah. Come on. Are, you, are we really taking his word for that? Why not? Seems like a nice guy <laughs> <laughs> on and off the pitch. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, sorry. Going back to Tottenham and Arsenal. I right. apologize. Um, I I think Spurs. I think Harry Kane scores, and I think Alexa scores. Wow, you're gonna have all the stars just on the board. Well, I think that's. I mean, that's who. Yeah. I, I, yes. Well, I left out Christian Eriksen and. Uh, 
whoever else Arsenal thinks they have stars of. Certainly won't be Mesut Ozil. <laughs> Man, I hope Mesut Ozil scores just so I can bring this up on Me Sunday. Too. Me too. Hope yeah, he scores I'm... five goals just to oh, throw it in my in, in a 6-5 loss. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> Oof. There's no way this game has uh, 11 goals in it, let alone. I don't think he even has two goals or three Strong goals in stance. it. Strong stance. Yeah. Oh, the, the not having three goals would be a strong stance. You really think this is you? You really you really are confident that neither team will push on for the that they won't have the quality in the final third to score, or they'll have so much quality defensively. Arsenal's always also playing a back three now, which is just so like <laughs> as I said when they did it against uh, I think they started against Burrow. It's just, it just felt so amazingly desperate that they're like, wait a minute. Other teams are playing back three. Maybe we should try it 32 games into a season, having never done it before. Yeah, if everyone else jumped off Tower Bridge, we might as well, too. Jeez. I mean, yeah, so Mustafi's still out. Koscielny might miss out. That certainly worries me. Rob Holding. Yeah, well, Holding's been playing pretty well. But uh, Arsene Wenger said something about uh, today. Calling Callum Chambers? No, if Koscielny uh, is not able to play, he could still play three in the back. And it's like, with who? Like Nacho Monreal. Yeah, play, I think that's... Kieran Gibbs would play outside. I think that's what Gibbs actually played as like an attacking midfielder against Leicester. But yeah, Oof. like the... Yeah, Monreal at center back. Get excited. Great. Great. Get excited, Harry Kane, for that possibility. Yeah, the one thing that encourages me a little bit uh, is that... And something that... Um, our friend Kevin DeVries pointed out that Victor Wanyama's return to fitness has pushed uh, Sun to the bench, and which is crazy to me because the Kane, Sun, Deli Alley, and Erickson foursome in attack was just absurdly good. But uh, I'll happily, happily see Sun not, not start. It also unleashes the full potential of Musa Dembele. <laughs> right. Well. I think he's very good. So I thought I, I, that was I, that was I was said partially in jest, but okay. there, there is I mean, Dembele being further up means that they can press higher mm. because he can clean up some mistakes. And so can Victor Wanyama. That's I mean that that's the issue that you'll have. You play three at the back in Arsenal because they don't play direct very often, and if they try to play out the back and and they can they have and then they meaning Spurs have Wanyama and Dembele in the center of the park, they're going to press them right off the ball. Yeah. Yep. That's, that's the worry. If you put away three at the back against, uh, against Spurs. And the reason why I know this for a fact is because I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that is the worry. Yeah. It's, um, I don't know. We'll see. It's, I'm not, I'm not expecting to be wowed by this game. All right. Well, let's expect, let's expect to be wowed by Watford's ability to continue Liverpool's misery for uh, trying to get into the Champions League by losing to yet another bottom half team. Actually, no, Watford aren't in the bottom half to my knowledge. Uh, no, they're right in the middle, right at number 10. So Liverpool, this is the cutoff here. They might actually play well because this is a top half team. Uh, I guess. <laughs> There's really no other way to put it. Liverpool play very well yeah. against top teams and very poorly against not top teams. Yeah. Uh, Adam Lallana is supposed to be back. Uh, I can't Joy to the world. Yeah, I can't imagine he starts, but he's supposed to be back. Um, and Sturridge is back. Not that it really matters. He wasn't going to play anyway. Uh, so striker next season. What's it? who's West Ham's right? Oof. Or Newcastle. 
uh, yeah, either one. But again, I don't think either of them start. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what what lineup they use if they do actually um, bring them back. Lovren, I think, got hurt, so they've got some some questions in the back, but um, that really shouldn't matter, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I mean, I've said this, I'm a broken record. It's a shame that they are getting punished for their defense because they are so much fun to watch yeah. offensively. Uh, I mean, the injury to Mane has has really hurt them Yep. because they do not have the speed to get behind defenses no, now. They do not. Um, and, that, I mean, Sturridge could help that. To be fair, Sur- one thing Sturge does have is pace. He does, but not not Mane pace. No, not very few have Mane pace. Um, it, it's, it, I mean, it, it really is a shame because I really enjoyed watching Liverpool play, and now I hope they don't revert back to some kind of defensive shell and try to hit Watford on the counter. That would be just awful. Yeah, I, I don't think that's, I don't think that's how it'll play. I, yeah, I don't. I, I, I'm really hoping not. But on the Liverpool side, you know, it's still just a two-man show. It's just Firmino and Coutinho. Yeah. I and then on the Watford side, and then on the Watford side, I mean, by Niang might get some, might get some uh, 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 opportunities here. Uh, I mean, Troy Deeney is probably going to be the deferred, the preferred option, excuse me. And then Jose Holivas. Mm-hmm. I think Olabas is always going to... I think he would actually be first over Dini. Yeah, it's... Yeah. I mean, Holy, I mean the problem with Holivas in this game for me is that he's so he's the most penalized player in the Premier League in terms of cards that it may just cancel out his crossing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think he's going to have that many crosses anyway, so I think he'll That's mostly that, stay that, away that, from... That was kind of where I was going with that. Yeah. Like, the, the minus three points will take out his... Um, what would five that have? Crosses, yeah. Five crosses, yeah. Like just, just two. There's really only two people you play in that game. That's Coutinho and Firmino. I think Milner's would be considered. Yeah, penalty possibility, sure. Well, just the crosses. I mean, he's been a decent open play crosser. Though they've had him in midfield recently. Yeah. Did he go back to left back last week? Oh yeah, he did. Yeah, maybe Alberto Moreno. Maybe Alberto Moreno will start playing. Uh, he did play recently. I know, yeah. and the, and everyone was very happy that he was playing. Uh, well, everyone on the team, excuse me, they were very happy for him. Just a few few minutes, yeah. <laughs> nothing too crazy. No, nothing like our DraftKings teams, which we should get to now, which mm. are going to be totally crazy because it features that incredibly boring Saturday slate. Andrew, uh, I'll get us started. As I mentioned, I have Tom Heaton. At 4100 he's inexpensive. That's the only reason because mm-hmm. um, I decided to spend the money on Cedric at 5600 mm-hmm. And I also spent – I doubled up on Southampton defenders and went with Jack Stevens at 3200 Why? Because he's been playing and he's inexpensive. <laughs> I have three. I have 300 left. I, I, if he doesn't start, I do have other options. Oh, he'll start. I'm not – that's not it's not concern. exciting, but it's Hall. It's Hall. It's Hall at home. There's clean sheet potential. There's not much there. I got to be honest. I, mm-hmm. He's inexpensive, and I figured that Cedric will make up the lack of points that I might get from Jack Stevens. Hmm. Okay. That was, it was only. It was the only way I could have uh, could justify spending fifty six hundred on a defender. 
Right. Um, okay. All right. Um, we're, it's oh. not a great slate, man. <laughs> no, no, no. It's very much not. Um, like I don't have, there's not a ton of options that I can choose from here. I mean, uh, I could have gone Maya Yoshida. Actually, the other option I was really contemplating was Javier Monquillo from Sunderland. Yeah. I think, <clears throat> yeah, that's an interesting one. I mean, and he's at 3,300. So that, that, that was really where I was like kind of twitching, but that was, it wasn't like a strong feeling. Yeah. The, it's funny. I, I actually found myself not being able to spend as much as I wanted to. So anyway, I um I say that having spent thirty eight hundred bucks on Eldon Yakupovich because Southampton do a pretty good job of forcing saves, and um I go that way as opposed to trying to figure out who's going to win or or a clean sheet. And then I I also have Cedric, and I paid forty eight hundred for Charlie Daniels. Yeah, Charlie Daniels. I I. If I could have afforded him, I would have. Yeah, actually, if um, four hundred bucks left, I almost went with Fuchs. Um, I wouldn't really pick I, I him. Like, but... I like Daniel significantly better than Fuchs. Um, okay, West Brom just give up a ton of crosses. That's the only reason why I was interested in Fuchs. But anyway, I have um, four. One, two, three. Yeah, four midfielders. I have three. Okay, my okay. Mine are um, Shakiri, Townsend. Uh, Kazri and Zaha. I have Grosicki, Kazri, and Frazier. Mm, I had Frazier too. Uh, I'm basically going. I think I'm going Shakiri over Frazier at least today, but I may ultimately convince myself the other way. Townsend just seems like such a slam dunk. Burnley give up just a boatload of crosses. Yeah, I, I just taking I could, corners like yeah, yeah nine thousand is I, absurd. But on this slate, I don't think you. I don't think you need who's your, to. Who's your one forward? <laughs> Victor Anichibi. You stink. <laughs> you are just the worst. Did you have him too? No. Oh. I have Benteke and Gabby Adini. That's mm. the reason why I couldn't yeah. spend anywhere else. Yeah. Uh, I, I was t- I was very much debating just sliding Grosicki in uh, at forward and then switching out Benteke for Townsend. Yeah, you should definitely do that. Yeah. Because, like, if, if and it's certainly p- possible, Benteke and Gabby Dini don't score, your lineup is going to have, like, 30 points. 30, oh, I mean, that's, 31 and a half but, with Steven. But you, know, but you know what? I, I don't mind being boom or bust like that. I, I don't. No, I get it. Um, because get it. because of, the, of, the, of, the guys in, of the guys in the game, like, in all the games, those are the two that are – you know, they're the most likely to have, you know, like the 37, 40 point game with two goals, you know? Uh, I don't think Gabby Adini has 37 point upside. <laughs> I'm just it, scoring two goals. It will get you very close to, I mean, get, scoring two goals and, you know, doing other peripheral things. You know, they, they can get the, they can definitely get the 30 points. Each of them is what I'm saying. Like it, very, very easily. Uh, yeah, and Gabby Dini got an assist last week. Easily is is the term I will have a problem. All right, with. fine. Maybe not easily. <laughs> but yes, I mean, I guess. Dude, it's that... Hull. It's Hull on the road. They're yeah. notoriously terrible. No, I get it. I, I mean, I get and, the draw for Gabby Dini. playing but... Burnley on the road, also notoriously terrible. Hmm. Those are the, those are very rare good matchups for those two players. If you're relying on Ben Teke to score twice, you need to get rid of Heaton then. That's a good point. It's a good point. My lineup already stinks. Thank you, Andrew. <laughs> no problem. 
And this is why you always win and I usually lose. Uh, and you know what? I don't mind ending this episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast on that note uh, because that's just that's just the way it's been this season. And now I'm trying starting to figure out why. Uh, so thank you, Andrew, for all of your wisdom so far this season. Maybe I'll apply it to the future weeks of the last three or four game weeks of the season. But until then, I have been Mike. He has been Andrew. Enjoy your boring Saturday and exhilarating Sunday, everybody. And we will catch you next week on the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer.